welcome to Dead Men Talking. Grab a drink, take your meds, and get ready for some ball-busting cancerous conversations. These guys should be dead. You may be dumber after listening to this, but we know things, and you should know things too. Serious is a heart attack. This is Dead Men Talking. Welcome into the DMT Podcast, Dead Men Talking. This is the captain speaking. Here I am, joined by Spam Chucker. You still alive, buddy? I'm still here. You're still kicking? Six feet above ground. Well, I'm not six feet above ground. More like five ten. But I'm above ground. That's the important part. My dad always, when I, I, I'd ask my dad, like, uh, hey, how are you doing today? Well, I'm above ground, so that's good. I always told my kids when I die, I want my remains scattered across Disneyland. And also, I do not want to be cremated. <laughs> uh, there's an arm on the, on the it's a small world after all huh? all right you can find us on twitter or x how long do you think i gotta say that do i do i, do I just start saying x because that's what it's fucking called now twitter I, is my x i like it i like what what elon's doing i think it's hilarious but anyway at pod DMT, email the show dead men talking pod at gmail.com and look for us on TikTok soon. Depending when you're listening to this, maybe there may not be. And there's a voice, a voicemail link in the show description. Send us a voicemail, whatever you want to fucking say. Have you so, ever cheated death? Look, tell us your story. Yeah, because we you, did. Even if you have uh, you got dad jokes. Uh, you got a funny story. You got something interesting. Do you want to know something? Because we know things. We know things. And if you want to know something, just ask us about a certain topic, and we will cover that topic to our heart's content. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was thinking about that. So we're going to tell our stories here in this first episode. Uh, so if you don't want to hear you that, know, just go to the next one. The origins of the dead men talking. Yeah, yeah. so I was thinking about that. Um I think your situation was a little worse than mine. Even I don't though know. I kind of think yours was a little worse than mine. Well, it it all depends. If this fucker comes back, I don't know. Okay, I have kids, so I know I would push through it, but I'm going to have to be checked for the next 5 years for sure, pretty they're going to do it a lot. So chances are they'll find something and if it's just like there's no lumps or like growths or anything, it's going to be like radiation and chemo to get rid of it. And I did not have to go through chemo. I just yeah. had radiation. I don't know. And because it was in my mouth, I don't know if I can handle fucking radiation. That was the worst thing ever. I had no problem with the surgery and them cutting the side of my tongue off. I mean, obviously I talk okay, maybe a little different. It healed up good. That radiation, let me fucking tell you about that. They were not lying when they said, the inside of your mouth is going to be sunburn, and it's going to get full of sunburn blisters. And that was six weeks of that shit. And, well, I don't want to jump too far ahead. So we're going to tell our stories here. So the bottom line is, around the first of the year, 2023, 
shit show year of my life. Uh, I'm going to make a t-shirt, by the way, that has like a ticket. You know, a ticket that you get, like if you buy a 50-50 raffle. And it's going to just get straight. Yeah, shit show. I know them are out there, but it is what it is. It's going to say DMT pod on it. One admittance for the shit show. Maybe two. Guys like everything in pairs. Yes, they do. Shoes. Boobs. Uh, So you got (laughs) boobs. You got boobs just how I like them. One on each side. I like my women like I like my olive oil. Oh, you, you mean like extra virgin? No, greasy. That reminds me of Rodney Carrington. Do you know who that is? Yes. Anybody listening, if you don't know who Rodney Carrington is, go out and look at his albums. He's a comedian. He also does songs, and he's got one that says, there's a song that goes, I like my women like I like my chicken with a little bit of fat on the end. He also has a song called Dear Penis. What's that old joke about uh, why women are like fried chicken? What was it? I know at the end you can throw your greasy bone in her box, but uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't believe that. But I have heard that one now. Yep, yep. Now I know. So around the first of the year, I had this canker sore on my tongue, and that's exactly what it looked like—a canker sore. It felt like it looked like it. As Jan- January went on, it wasn't going away, and I thought I could notice it growing a little bit, and it fucking was. We start getting into February, and now it's a little bit bigger than the size of, like, a pencil eraser. And the outer edges of it are got really hard, and the center of it was kind of open, so it started looking like a volcano, like oh. if you were looking at the top of a volcano. So the outside edges were sticking out, and they were hard, and it was starting to get painful, more than a canker sore. And as February went on, then it started getting, like, really painful to the point of, and this is on the side of my tongue, on the right side. It started getting to the point where it was hurt. My jaw and teeth over there started hurting. So, actually, I owe, I think I, my dentist, uh, so I went, I brought my kids into the dentist. This is in January yet, right when it was just starting to look funky and I showed it to her I said can you look at something for a second one of my kids you know was getting her teeth cleaned and the reaction on her face and her body language instantly was red flags and she's like you should get that looked at like it could just be an ulceration or an ulcer but she's like I don't like how the whole underside of your tongue is white and patchy She's like, it's, it's telling me infection of some kind. That was pretty awesome and that she did that and said that. Like, she was concerned and kind of gave me the first initial thoughts of going and getting it checked out. And then she also told me, and this is something I never knew. So anybody listening, if you your mouth heals and regenerates faster than any other part of your body. If you get a sore or anything in your mouth, even if you cut it or bite it, and that's how it happened. Within two weeks, if it is not starting to get better, go to the doctor. Like don't don't let it ride. If it's in your if it's two weeks and it's getting worse or has not got better, get it checked out. You know, I think it is uh, very important to share your symptoms. In a, a lot of people that don't don't know what to expect. An awareness and, of this shit. I never knew that until she told me that. Yep. My heart attack, same thing. I never would have known. 
yeah, so I'm going to get to a certain point here and then I'll let you go. You can tell people how, you know, your early stages of when shit was weird, but you know, you didn't really think anything of it yet. So, so I was starting to get nervous. And of course, one of the worst things to do is to turn to Dr. Google. Yeah. I didn't really do that right away, but then I was on a little mini staycation with my kids. Uh, somebody had a timeshare about 30 minutes north of where I live and it's in like a place called like Little Sweden. It's very nice. It's very fucking expensive. It's like $3,000 a week if you're going to stay there. It was given to me. So I took them up there towards, I think it was around February 17th. It was really starting to hurt to the point where it felt like I had an ear infection on my right side. Like somebody was jabbing a knife in my ear and nothing would take that pain away. So now it's going through my jaw, my teeth, and my ear, and nothing would touch it. So that's when I decided to go into urgent care. I will tell you about that in a little bit. Now we're going to let Spam Chucker tell you about his early findings when shit got weird. But now you can look back on it and be like, oh, this fucking started then. Yeah, it's weird. Because when I was having a heart attack, you know, people are like, hey, oh my God, weren't you scared? And I'm like, no. I was just in pain. At some point, I knew something was wrong, but I digress. So I was at work, and I, like, moved across the showroom floor. I work in an e-bike shop. You know, we got a pretty good-sized showroom floor, and I moved across the showroom floor. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm talking about 20 feet at a hurried pace, you know, uh, not running or anything, but I, I kind of went over there real quick. And then my lungs started to burn, like, you know, having to do the extra laps in PE or wind sprints in football, that kind of thing. And, you know, after a while, of course, the the burning subsides, and it did. Okay, now, quick question. Something, Something just for awareness, was that something new to you? Like how, you know, you're whatever. Yes. So yes. that's something you have never really experienced before? Yeah. I mean, well, what, what I took note of it because I have experienced it before, but it was doing the hardcore wind sprints in football practice in high school. And that's repeatedly running hundred yard sprints and all this stuff, you know, until your lungs are burning. This was not even quite jogging 20 feet across the room and just out of the blue, all of a sudden my lungs started burning. Okay. Now it went away, I, but I took note of it. Cause I was like, well, that was weird. Why would my lungs be burning when I just fucking, you know, I didn't even jog 20 feet. Well, you know, I, I smoke a little bit of the devil's lettuce. And so I, I thought, well, you know, maybe, uh, maybe I just smoked too recently or something, you know, I just kind of attributed it to, to my lungs. My lungs, my lungs hurt. The next day, I was at work, and I, like, walked down the ramp a little fast, and my lungs started to burn. And I'm like, damn, you know what? It's going on. Maybe I'm smoking too much. You know, I must be smoking too much. My lungs are burning. If, I, if, I'm, if I'm, you know, my lungs are burning only doing that, uh, you know, I, I'm clearly smoking too much or something. And, I mean, it, it's not even... It, the thought didn't even cross my mind. Didn't even fathom a heart attack. I my lungs were hurting. It didn't go away. It just kept the burn, just sitting there. And I ended up calling home to my wife, and I said, "That's really weird. My, my lungs are burning." 
you know, I haven't been to the doctor in like 30 years, but I, I, you know, I, I knew this was odd. I went home and throughout the night, it, the burning started to really grow. I mean, my lungs were really just on fire. And then uh, right in the dead center of my chest, I was kind of getting like this cramping, sharp cramping pain. Uh, I felt like my lungs were burning so much that it wasn't necessarily that it was radiating out of the center. It almost felt like my lungs were burning so much that the center was starting to hurt. It would come and go. And I'd, I'd go through bouts of, oh, my God, oh, it would hurt and everything. And then and I'm trying to find there was no position to turn it. Like sometimes if you get a cramp in your back or something, you can turn and pull just that muscle enough to where it's, it's cramp will go away or something. But there was nothing I could do. It would just go away when it went away. And I'm just laying there all night. I'm going, oh, shit. You know, I'm, like, I'm telling my wife, I'm like, something's not right. Something is something is not right. And I'm like, you know, I, I am going to have to go into the hospital. You know, it came like 5 o'clock the next morning. And I said, yeah, we, we better go. Some, I could just tell something is not right. And so we went up there. They did uh, the EKG. They did uh, ultrasound. They took some blood, stuff like that. And then uh, they came back and said, you know, you look good. Everything seems to be okay. The only the only other thing it could be is a blockage, and the only way we can find that is with a CT, and uh, that's a lot of radiation for the body. So why don't you go home, and then if you don't feel better, come back and see us, and we'll do that. I go home. Now I'm like, well, it's not my heart. Apparently, what the hell is going on? My lungs are just burning now. They're just it's like worse than ever, and it's not going now. It's it's the lulling times like it'll it'll go down and then you have a little while before it comes up again well pretty soon there's no in between time it's just there and it's while it's just there the pain is growing and at some point so i i'm like i went got a six pack of beer well (laughs) it's not my heart man maybe this will maybe this will take the edge off you know because it hurts so bad and i'm like i don't have any pain meds or nothing you know and i'm like well We'll see if this will maybe make me feel a little bit better. Take the edge off or something. Well, it didn't. It didn't help like at all. And you know, I, you ever smash your thumb or something at work and it's hurting you? You go have yourself a few beers and you'll be like, ah, it feels much better, you know, at least for a little while. Hey, quick, quick, this, quick, quick question. So, was the the burning lung thing? Could you tell that it was in your lungs, or could you? I felt like if it you, was my lungs. Okay, I was gonna say because. If you didn't feel weird for a while before, you know, you noticed that, could it, could it have posed as heartburn or did you distinctly know, like, this Well, is- so there are, you know, uh, it's weird what people call heartburn and other people call heartburn. That's true. Because there's acid indigestion, which is heartburn for me. If I eat, you know, spaghetti sauce, that's the red sauce on a night when I've had uh, you know, beer or some other greasy food or something, I might get indigestion or, you know, heartburn. So I got to take a Tums or something. Uh, So I've heard other people refer to heartburn that it's kind of different. But what I found odd was, well, before I went to the hospital, I was pounding, I was rolling on the floor, pounding my chest like King Kong, just trying to get that pain to, to go away. And I couldn't go to the hospital all night. Well, first of all, I got the beer thinking it would take the edge up. It did not. And so I ended up just in pain, uh, just ah, just pounding my chest, rolling on the floor in the living room. There's nowhere to run from it. You kind of want to run from it like you would, like if you ate a jalapeno or, or a, some kind of hot pepper, you know, people run for some reason. You ain't going nowhere, buddy. It's, it's with you. So it got so bad that I couldn't go to the hospital. 
I was in too much pain. And so I just waited and I was in massive pain all night until about I think four something in the morning, I fell asleep for, I just got in this fucking weird position on the couch where all of a sudden it wasn't hurting. And I was able to fall asleep for, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes or something. And then I woke up and I was like, okay, we need to go now because I can move right now. When it comes back, I won't be able to do it. You know, it's just, it's too painful. Uh, off we went back up to the hospital and they came in and said, Whoa. So the day before they, my heart enzymes were a six, which is in the norm today, or they were 268. So they like, sir, you, yeah, you're, you're having a heart attack. You're absolutely blocked up. And so they put me in an ambulance and drove me down to the uh, big hospital in Portland here. And their surgeon was booked up all day, but they said, nope, move over now. So that we got in and they bumped somebody, uh, God rest their soul. No, uh, <laughs> they bumped somebody and uh, got me right in. And turns out that, yeah, it was 99% on the widow maker pushing on 100. I just looking at the, uh, the graphs and everything, it's like, I don't even know how blood was going through there. Uh, I don't know how anything was going through there. But uh, the thing that I thought was really important about us talking about the symptoms is I would have fully expected uh, some chest pain and then, like, my arm to hurt. Ah, I'm having a heart attack, you know. Yeah, that's because uh, no, that's, that's, that's what they portray that as all the time in TV shows and movies. They reach over and they grab their fucking left arm and shoulder and, oh, 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 and then fucking yeah, fall and over. Yeah, I thought it was really important that people know that apparently – there are other symptoms because I did not experience that whatsoever. That must be now I'm just learning. This, this is my first heart attack, but maybe cause I think there's like three main things that you heard. Maybe there is uh, maybe that's a different kind of heart attack. Mine was the widow maker, I think, which delivers everything into your heart that it needs. And then there's some that go out and the ones that go out, maybe, maybe that has to do with the arm or something. But the point is that there are, different symptoms and i was you know and that's what i was saying is like people like weren't you scared and i'm like no i wasn't scared at all i was just like ah you know i might i didn't want to have surgery or something i'm like, i hope we don't have to do something you know up something serious because i don't want to have to go through no surgery or anything yeah i didn't know i was having a heart attack i my lungs were burning and i didn't know why my lungs were burning it was not what i expected I do and appreciate so I thought, the I do appreciate the fact that you just wanted to fucking wash that down with some beer. I mean, that's being a fucking man. Yeah, in the middle of a heart attack, <laughs> I went home and had a six pack. Be a man. <laughs> yeah, it's true though. In the middle of a heart attack, I went home and drank a six pack of beer, and then I went the next the day and got thing surgery. Is a black hole of life. But you 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 should have did the second you had them feelings, is you could have called the fucking woke ambulance. <laughs> Oh no, you did! I mean, when you when you said you got in your car and went to the hospital, I just pictured them old school movies that you like. You and your wife jumped in the fucking car, and she threw the red fucking bulb up on the roof, and you're like, <laughs> "We gotta go." <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, I thought somebody when we were when we were at the hospital, I thought somebody called me a racist. It was a doctor, actually, but it turns out he was pointing at the guy. Uh, next to me his name was ray and he had this huge cyst 
Well, see, that, that that's what I was thinking about is, I mean, the sense of urgency for your situation was like, okay, now. Yeah, the 99 pushing 100 to 100 is just a light switch. Off, click, game over. Just so all you everybody listening knows, this is the first time I'm actually hearing this full story. I, I, this just happened to Troy. Yeah, like... like to three Thursdays ago. Yeah. Like this is the first time I'm hearing this full story. All I know is that he had a heart attack and then it was just text messages like every couple of days I'm like, "How you doing? Getting better. How you doing? Getting better." I didn't want to call and ask because with what I was just went through and I'm still I still get it and I'm I'm not unappreciative, but I'm tired of telling the story. Yeah, you have to tell it a million times. And I did have a benefit. I This one guy had a really good idea <laughs> that I wish I would have thought of sooner. So there was a guy there that had had a benefit. Something happened. What the, I don't remember what happened. It wasn't like it wasn't like cancer or a heart attack. It was something about like he accidentally cut a finger off or lost a toe or something like that. And it wasn't really a benefit. They just had a party and got together to help him, whatever they raised, like to pay some bills. And he wore a T-shirt that said, $5 and I'll tell you the story. And he would not tell what happened and how it happened unless you gave him fucking $5. (laughs) And I'm like, that's "That's fucking awesome. Yours with the sense of urgency, when you were just telling that, I'm like, when you were finally able to fall asleep for a few minutes... Like, what if that would have been it? Oh, fuck it. I'm going to sleep. And then that's it. Yep. Pushing 100 on that. And uh, isn't that? Yeah, I mean, at, at, at any time it's from here to the up. hospital, from that hospital to that hospital, less than 1% of that needed to close. And that's it. Yeah. It's just fucked up to think about that. You got in this certain position that you like opened up that artery a tiny bit you know like when you bend a fucking straw and you can't get anything out of it yeah or or it's kinked and then you squeeze it and hold it open and get that drink like that's what you did basically by laying in whatever certain direction you just fucking unkinked that hose for a minute and well i've i've had high blood pressure too and you know something now looking back i'm like oh oh so you know, if you just go lay on your stomach and like put your hands under your chin on your elbows and watching the TV or whatever, if, uh, if, even if I get in a push up position, if I lay on my belt, every sound and whatever the sound is that I can hear turns into becomes in these. And I think that was my blood pressure so high against my ear. Like when I would turn that way, the sound like the you know i'd be listening to the air conditioner which is a constant blowing you know but then it would turn in because my hearing would be affected at the like basically the rate of my heart pumping that's gone i i checked it out and it was the it's gone but gee, that what you fuck that that sounded like uh when you're pregnant or your woman's pregnant, you yeah, can, you buy that ultrasound thing for the and you, you hear get the, the ultrasound or whatever. You hear the yeah, baby's hear heartbeat. It. Yep, we actually bought one of those. Uh, it screwed to the side of the crib and went. 
Yep. So it was soothing for the baby to, you know, like it was in the uterus or whatever. I get to having dreams about space invaders. (laughs) But, uh, you know. (laughs) Knowing you, that sound that I just played is the sound that went through your head when you woke up and decided you had to go to the hospital. (laughs) Yep. Concern it. Yeah. So now I, so the, so the stent they put in my heart is basically, for those of you that don't know, if, are you familiar with the old Chinese finger cuffs, little Chinese finger cuffs thing? It's a little tube and it is kind of braided and oh, yeah, stick don't, your yeah. finger in each end. And when, as soon as you pull it apart, it tightens. Yeah. So don't, 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 fingers apart. don't put your wiener in there. Yes. And so that is basically what a stent is, but it is, they put it around a balloon that's not blown up They put it on this long straw thing and shove it all the way up through your vein from your wrist into your, into your uh, blockage. They go into what's the the 1% left and then they blow the balloon up. And then the, the mesh is surgical steel. So it blows up this metal and it stays there and then they deflate the balloon and they pull it back out and the mesh smashes all of the blockage plaque and everything against the sidewalls so it can't come loose and kill you and so now i have to take a medicine because your body recognizes it as meta as metal and is going to want to reject it i have to take a medicine for at least a year to stop that from clotting because the clot would then just seal up my shit again and i would be toast yeah, it's real weird too. Like I'm sure you, uh, I know that with your sunburnt mouth, that your diet changed a bunch. I'm sure you lost weight. I, I, my whole diet now is different. I, I am pleased to say that most of the alternatives I found have been pretty good. I don't mind them. Like just like if you were to make the regular tacos you make, but you don't have any sour cream on it this time, and you used ground turkey instead of hamburger, or or even uh, chicken. You know, yeah, yeah, totally. Just something that's. Uh, a little healthier for you in the long run. I, I make chicken tacos uh, all the time, actually. Me too. I actually, I love them. Sometimes when I go in, I'll get beef. Sometimes I'll get chicken. Sometimes pork, but I don't make pork tacos at home. No, my, I make chicken tacos and beef. My go-to is always steak, but I have zero problem with chicken tacos. Sometimes at Taco Bell, that's what I'll get instead because I'm just not in the mood for their fucking mash beef or whatever the ground-up Krabby Patty yeah. bullshit that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one third real meat. I'm glad you explained the the stent thing because I've heard it a million times. I knew what it, I know what it is, but I didn't understand it. And the way you just explained it is really good. Because to make a long story short, me and my uh, ex wife we get along very well, and I know that's not normal, but we're like best friends. And her mom just had triple bypass surgery two weeks ago, and she was telling me about oh they were gonna they were thinking about doing a stent and then they found out it was too bad so i'm just always sitting there like i know a stent is something that goes in there but i'm like how does it really fucking work they're just putting something in there they're not taking the plaque and all the buildup out and that you just explained it perfectly so that's good in case anybody i'm just a fucking dumbass okay if you're listening and you're like (laughs) you don't even know what a stent is (laughs) i i only know it because i had a heart attack (laughs) two and a half weeks ago. Otherwise I just thought they stuck a straw in there and it just like kept stuff going through it while everything around it was closing and stopped it from mushing. But no, they actually, 
blew it up, I think, and, and uh, opened it up, probably stretching the uh, – the. Uh, well, they explained it too weird. It was really weird because there is, like, when the plaque starts to – now, this is what I was told, so if there's any doctors out there and I'm wrong about this, uh, fuck you. Yeah, no, I, I mean, was just uh, going to say, Forgive fuck me. You. But uh, so something, if I, if I got it right, she said, like, the, the plaque that gets starts to build up in your heart, which in my case, you know, shut the whole thing down after a while. Somehow, when you get some that sticks to the wall of your artery, somehow or another, it kind of eats through the artery or something. And so more and more builds up to block each whatever. And I don't know. It was very strange. But uh, cholesterol. Bad cholesterol, high sodium, and, you know, just uh, I'm just making a little better. McDonald's is gone. I'm not eating any fast food any longer. One thing you can do, if you do like McDonald's, I'm pretty sure, well, maybe not with the heart attack. uh, Because from what I understand, you're you're not supposed to eat a ton of red meat. Yeah. Well, and then if you go to McDonald's, the problem, honestly, the real problem with McDonald's isn't the red meat. It's what's in it. There's the phylates and shit that are in all their stuff. There's 11 ingredients in their fries. Hmm. One's potato, one is salt. The other are a bunch of different kind of the worst oils for you and some fucking chemical. All the preservatives in, in the overly process. It's like squirted out of a out of a fucking feeding tube onto a conveyor belt. Yeah, like the fucking and SpongeBob commercial where they're making the Krabby Patties and it comes out gray and they spray paint it brown. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I mean, I, and it's so funny. I've always known this, like that school teacher back in whatever, she bought a hamburger and she took it apart, left it on the shelf and it's still there. The oh, burger yeah, has yeah. not molded. The bun has not molded. None of it molded. And that's pretty fucked up. This is what pisses me off. You're talking about diet change almost two and a half years ago. Oh, by the way, once the merch store is going, and it may be by now, we Two and a half. we will have T-shirts that say like DMT Pod, serious as a heart attack, and, or and also DMT Pod, cancerous content. That, I like it. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, I don't like it, but I like that. <laughs> anyway, so two and a half years ago, I I I was at a job. Uh, I actually just quit that job like a year and four months ago. But I worked in a factory. I did TIG welding. I worked on brake presses and you know, bending sheet metal and all that kind of shit. And I worked the weekend shift. I worked Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I worked three twelves. So five AM to five thirty PM. And I was two hundred and sixty pounds. Five eleven. Yeah, yeah, I know. You didn't know they stack shit that high. <laughs> but I thought you were describing a large bowling ball, my friend. <laughs> anyway, so my first day of work every week was Friday. So I would go in and by nine o'clock Friday morning my legs and my calves were sore as fuck. Yeah, I was standing on concrete, but I'm like, this isn't right. And I have four kids, and I'm like, when I come home, I have no fucking energy. So I decided to go on a diet. I cut out, the first thing I cut out was soda. This is very fucking true. It, it does take 60 days, 60 to 90 days to create a habit. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not, this fucking two bowls of cereal at nine o'clock at night because I'm tired and. Oh, fucking air fryers comes into my life. And I'm like, oh, I'm fucking, the kids go to bed and I want a snack. And I throw fucking nine mini corn dogs in the air fryer and Uh eat ketchup and ranch with it and go to bed. 
I made a fucking point and I changed 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 my diet. Okay. I started eating. I love fish, but air fryers made it easier for me to have that. So I would buy like these. We have a a place in town. Uh, it's called Merchants Meats. It's not like a regular grocery store. They butcher their own cows and all that shit and sell. It's like it's good stuff. You know, it's not like going to Walmart and you don't know what you're getting in your fucking ground beef. Like you right. can't even make a meatloaf with it because of, there's so much water in it, it just boils over in your oven. Hey, uh, there's a recall. Uh, Guadalupe lost a finger <laughs> in the meat processing plant. You sound uh, like a uh, Mister George. How much you pay the new guy? Too much money. You sound like Jeff Dunham's fucking jalapeno on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> on a stick. This is what I get mad about. Jalapeno. So two years before I get cancer, I changed my diet. I quit soda. I start eating salmon fillets, six or eight ounce salmon fillets, as a snack or as lunch. I eat chicken, fish, steak almost all the time. My cheat days are Saturday and Sunday when I eat whatever. You know, I order pizza. I fucking eat brats and burgers and all that shit. But five days a week, I eat. I love fish. I love salmon. I love chicken breast. You can have it many different ways. You don't have to cut out the condiments. You don't have to cut out the breading. I just started eating better, and I stopped eating after 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock at night. I stopped fast food. McDonald's makes my fucking stomach hurt now. I love it once in a while, but maybe once a month. If I go to McDonald's for my kids, I'll come home and I'll throw real chicken tenders in the air fryer and eat them. I get all healthy. That was in March, two and a half years ago. By June of that year, I lost 30 fucking pounds. Wow. Just by switching. And I love chicken, fish, and steak, and vegetables. You know, I cut out potatoes and carbs and all that. But every once in a while, I have them. You know, I didn't go full freak mode on it and just... Right, right. That's bad for you, but fuck that, you know. I'll have chicken tenders, and I'll still dip them in mayo or barbecue sauce. But I'm eating a chicken tender, not a fucking bagel at 8 o'clock at night. That's that's what I'm doing. I, I literally, in my diet change, I went the other day and I spent like 40 bucks on fruit. Yeah. And so now, when I get the munchies and I got a sweet tooth, I'm going in and I'm forking out on watermelon, pineapple, grape, blueberries, uh, just, just berries, all this fruit. I'm just eating fruit like crazy. And I've always been a big fan of vegetables. So the transition to doing most of this stuff, I mean, well, I grew up eating everything. I was a weird kid, Brussels sprouts, uh, everything. And at first, the first three days, I was like, man, I'm just, I, I, I cannot have another salad. I just can't do it. And then, you know, they're like, no, no, no. And looking in after a heart attack, I do not take medical advice from me, but as I started looking, uh, a lot of the videos said, hey, you don't just bam, you know, you're only supposed to change like 30%, 20 to 30% of your diet. Because I think you can even shock the body, but don't quote me on that. I fucking did it all at once. I'm like, I fucking have to soda, buy fast food. just Just like you said, it's the simple things like the two bowls of cereal before you went to bed. You just cut those out. You cut soda out. Now think about soda. It is you know, like Coca-Cola, I believe, has uh, an anti-nausea agent in it because if it didn't, you would throw up because your body would reject all the crap in there. I just heard some and, fucked uh, up thing like one Mountain Dew has the amount of sugar of like three or four Krispy Kreme donuts. 
Yeah. Mountain Dew is the highest in caffeine and sugar besides like Jolt Cola. And that was my favorite it, soda. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it also has flame retardant in it to keep the uh, uh, colors from separating. Well, I wish it would have had fucking cancer retardant in it. Anyway, uh, I, I, I do want to finish this quick because I, I know I started talking a little while ago about what really pisses me off about this. So two and a half years ago, I changed my diet. I go full healthy. And like you were just talking about little things. So if you want that snack at 8 o'clock at night, you you probably love all that stuff you were talking about. Fruits and ve I love fruits and vegetable trays. I just never had it around. And it right. sucks because your life just got more expensive. It sure did. It, it's expensive to eat that way. It, if you can stick with it, it will fucking pay off. So I get healthy, right? I lose 30 pounds just by doing that. I didn't even, I don't exercise. I did none of that. Then a little side note, uh, then I got divorced and that took another 20 pounds. So I dropped 50 pounds in six months and I have maintained it for two years because my diet became a habit. When I go to a restaurant now, even at home, if I want sloppy joes, yeah, there's still bad shit in the sauce you use. I fucking love sloppy joes in a wrap. I just eliminated the bun. Oh yeah. Yeah. And if you use turkey, ground turkey, oh, I have, yeah. I have, you know, it's, really funny uh, we switched one thing they they told me to stay away from heart health wise is whites so white bread you racist uh, you know, fuck. Like flour tortillas and all that shit so stay away uh, from whites everybody you heard it here on the dmt <laughs> we uh we ended up finding a wheat bread and it is i like my sandwiches better than i ever did before now and the wheat bread is wheat bread's always dry and we found one that's just nice and moist. Mostly it's like turkey or chicken. We get it out of the deli, cut right off the roast. And so it's just processed as little as possible. Throw a slice of tomato and a slice of avocado on there. Red onion. Bam. I learned some shit too. Subway. I like Subway. I won't eat their bread because Subway's bread is considered actually considered cake in other countries because of the yeah. ingredients. I might lose my fucking man card here. But you know what? That's your opinion. Go to Subway once. Whatever you eat there, get it in a wrap instead of the bread. It's just as fucking good. It's even better because you taste everything inside more instead of all this fucking bread. I, I live across the street from a Subway and a McDonald's. Uh, they got their spinach wrap. If the, I don't know if they have the tomato basil wrap where you're from, yep, but yep. that one is awesome. There's three that of them. There's because... like an original, a tomato basil, and, a, and then there's a green one. Uh, I think it's that's a spinach. The spinach. Yep. That's, it's funny, too, because... You know, I would eat McDonald's every once in a while because it's garbage food. Two months before my heart attack, I told my wife, I'm quitting fast food. And I bought a pair of basketball shoes because I'm like, I'm going to start shooting pig or whatever, horse, you know, just some get the blood flowing a little bit. Uh, because I'm in my 50s and I'm thinking, you know, I might be somewhere near 60, uh, start to have some kind of troubles if I don't start eating correctly. Well, obviously it came a little quicker. As soon as I said, I'm quitting, just like a smoker who is, you know, this is my last pack or whatever i ate nothing but mcdonald's for two months until i had a heart attack because all of a sudden then i'm quitting it i craved it every second of every day so i had my heart attack though that really made it kind of easy not to have it anymore as much as this podcast going forward is not serious like it's not at all because we are not serious people you just take this, this episode, is just our backstory on you you just think why about, we're dead men yeah, talking yeah dead men talking reason why this whole podcast exists i don't know how to say it other than just start thinking ahead like this is okay i'm still trying to get there i lose all this weight because i think i'm lazy for my kids 
My feet fucking hurt all the time. I, I lose 50 pounds, okay? For two years, I maintain. You know, my, my body swings big time. If I drive by McDonald's, I gain five pounds. If I drive <laughs> by the fucking YMCA, I don't lose any weight. <clears throat> I just got into this routine. It's easy for me. Uh, like, like I was talking about before with the wraps, go to Subway, put every veggie on there that you like. But at the end, put the salt on it, put some mayo, and then like Southwest sauce. So you're not just being a total freak about it. And, and it's very tasty. And it's all vegetables in a wrap. But where I'm going with this is I did all that, and then cancer shows up, and I get pissed. I start eating healthy for two years. I cut out almost everything processed, and I don't eat fast food, and now I get fucking cancer? Why does that happen? I get healthy, cut out processed foods and fast food, and then I get cancer. That's what pissed me off about it. It was very discouraging. Like, hey, I'm going to do the right thing. Bam. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny, you know, okay. So that totally, that reminds me of something. I was like, like I said, I just bought basketball shoes to start exercising. Uh, I've been talking about eating better. And then now I'm like, be careful what you wish for. Like if there's a God or something and I'm like, you know what? Oh, a genie. Uh, I like to eat better and exercise more. Bam. There's a heart attack. Now you have to exercise at cardiac rehab and your diet now will consist of oh, <laughs> much better food. I'm like, Whoa, wait a minute. Maybe you should have been be more, you should have been more, maybe you should have been more specific. Yeah. A little more specific. I'm going to finish the rest of my story quick. Cause I don't want this episode to go on forever. You know, attention spans these days. <laughs> so end of February rolls around and this thing is growing on my tongue. It's making everything hurt. So I go into the, uh, uh Urgent care, not the emergency room, urgent care. This has never happened to me before. I, I went into urgent care, I, and now this thing is growing. It's it's about the size of a maybe a dime, maybe a little smaller than that. And the urgent care doctor's like, well, what brings you in? I said, my ear hurts, everything hurts, and I have this thing on my tongue. At this point in my head, I'm just hoping it's an ulcer, like an ulcer on my tongue. I stick my tongue out, and he sees it, and I instantly, just because I'd done a little research... I instantly knew that it was cancer because I have never seen an urgent care doctor's body language change like that. And his sense of fucking urgency was instant. You know, it wasn't like, we're going to give you an antibiotic. This could be that. This could, it, it was, uh, I'm going to schedule you an, uh, an appointment with an ENT before you leave and i have never had that happen and an ent is ear ear nose and throat talk a specialist yeah. he's like you're not leaving until we schedule an appointment so i knew i knew right there i i, I just fucking knew it i have never seen anything like that and then he actually pulled up shit on the computer which i've also never seen and he's like look at this is squamous cell carcinoma which it's cancer it's kind of like a kind of like a skin cancer or whatever and he's like this is also an ulcer on the tongue and they looked exactly the same one was cancer one wasn't and he's like i oh, can't shit. tell you what it is but it's not good so i fucking knew and this is what i'm talking about with the sense of urgency for years and then mine being like what are we doing fuckers why why is my ent appointment two weeks from now why isn't it tomorrow i go down to green bay wisconsin which is 45 minutes away from me and i go and i see the ear nose and throat doctor which actually turned out to be my surgeon and i also got lucky he is also the chief of surgery 
for ear, nose, and throat. He was fucking awesome. He, I stick my tongue out there, and he's like, I said, what is it? I said, don't feed me any bullshit. I will have anxiety. I want to know. What's your thoughts? And he's like, it's not good. He's like, I can't tell you it's is or isn't cancer because I've seen everything and I've seen this be cancer and I've seen it not. So he's like, would you like to schedule a biopsy where you, it's like surgery where you get put out and I do a biopsy or we can numb it, do it right here. I said, now, just fucking do it now. Yeah. And I'm dreading it because I hate dentists and shit in my mouth. So he, mm-hmm. he sprays this, this disgusting tasting shit in my mouth but i'm actually happy he did because it, it kind of numbed everything all good for a while yeah topically and then he gets this needle out and he's like i'm gonna numb you and i'm like oh like a dentist which i fucking hate by the way and he's like no i'm gonna stick this in the side of your tongue right in front of that i'm like all right well thanks for being honest <laughs> but, but i hated him at that moment so he numbs my tongue he sticks that in there and shoots all this shit in there and now this there's like a giant fucking ball in my tongue and he goes in there with this little tiny thing that you couldn't even see what it was but basically what it was is like a claw machine grabs he's like i'm gonna pull your tongue out i'm gonna hold your tongue with my hand i'm like how are you gonna hold my slippery ass tongue with your fingers he's like just trust me i've done this before and he's got like these gloves on that are like uh fabric (laughs) receivers gloves (laughs) yeah That's almost how what it was, but they were like fabric. And he had a hold on the end of my tongue, and he sticks this fucking tool on there, and he fucking yanked. And I thought my tongue was coming out of my mouth. And all he did is rip this little tiny piece off, throws it in a little container, sends it off. A week later, I get the call. Actually, what's real funny about it is in the app, the results came into the app before I got the phone call. Oh, wow. So the results came in like a day or two after. He didn't call me for a week. So I went and looked up. It said in there, and it was his notes, let him know it's cancerous, uh, squamous cell carcinoma, blah, blah, blah. So now I'm freaking out. This is around March 1st-ish. I tell nobody because that's how I am because I don't have any answers. This is what I know what it is, but I don't know what the next steps are. So he calls me. Then things moved. I had a CT scan, fucking another appointment, an EKG to make sure I'm okay for surgery. Then I decided to tell my family because then I had answers. Surgery scheduled for April 19th. I go in. They cut the fucking side of my tongue off. I wake up with a four-inch scar on the side of my fucking neck with staples in it because he went in and took out two lymph nodes to test them. Those were negative. After he... Cut the thing off my tongue. All the tests were negative. And then I asked him, I'm like, why do I have staples in my neck? Like, you told me you were going to just glue it. And he's like, well, when you were coming out of, when you, you were done with surgery, we were pulling out the breathing tube or one of the tubes. And he's like, you started coughing violently. I went back in instantly and made sure that none of the uh, stitches on Ripped. the inside were, nothing mm-hmm. was bleeding. And I'm like, Thank God for the chief of surgery. Because if I was in some hack place, they might have been just like, oh, well, monitor him. But he went fucking back in. So that's why he had to staple in my neck. So then I'm like, good. Okay. I got three weeks of recovery. A fucking week later, well, he calls me and he's like, um, we found cancer cells seven millimeters deep. Four millimeters is the threshold. Anything deeper than that, we consider very aggressive. 
And considering how big this thing got, because it was about the size of a quarter when it was said and done. I Yeah, and you were swallowing spit and everything the whole time, too, you know? It, it fucked from March on. From March, I, all, I was, all I could eat is mashed potatoes and yogurt. It hurt so bad. Even water, water had to be had to be room temperature. It was so bad and so nasty. I have pictures of it. If you go on the old Jack Wagon Express TikTok, I have a video on there of it. A week later, he calls me and says, it was three millimeters too deep and all the cancer cells were building up on a nerve path. So this thing was very aggressive and it wanted to move. And he takes my case to like a national cancer board meeting. All these doctors like, we recommend radiation. Fuck. I thought I was out of the woods, you know? All right. He's like, it's voluntary, but I highly recommend it, or it could be back in a year. Yeah. Why go through it again if he can possibly? I fucking tell you what. I would rather go through that surgery again than radiation. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was healed up in three weeks. So I start radiation. Week and a half in, I'm like, "Mm, this tastes funny. This tastes funny. All of a sudden, my taste is gone completely. Not like COVID gone. I know some people lost it completely in COVID. I lost my taste in COVID, but I didn't realize that I really didn't lose my taste 100% in COVID. Now I lost my taste because this radiation in your mouth is the worst radiation possible. They all told me that. All of a sudden, I'm going sunburn, sunburn, sores, and blisters on my tongue. I can eat nothing for two and a half months. I just started eating a week ago, week and a half-ish ago, trying food because I could not taste anything. I could have ate piles of dog shit. I probably could have went viral. I should have made a YouTube video. Like (laughs) A man who will eat anything. I'm not even kidding. It tasted like I was eating flavorless jello mixed with sand. didn't matter what I put in my mouth. When I chewed it down and it got all ground up and small, there, there's no flavor, and I couldn't swallow. That's weird, funny, now that you say that, because if you think about it, if you literally took the sense or the sensation or whatever you want to call it of taste away, then all you have is the texture. I'm moving shit. Like, you might not notice the texture of something at all if it tastes delicious. Yep. Like the texture, the texture wouldn't really cross your mind. But now that you take the flavor out of it, it's like, oh, this feels weird. Yeah, you're understanding. You're actually understanding it better than most people. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Pizza, burgers, my favorite shit. I couldn't eat. I I can't. Yeah, that's mushy and bready and. Yeah, bread is the worst right now. Anything bread. I tried garlic bread the other day because they told me when my taste comes back, I'll taste sweet or salty first. Bread is bad. When you start chewing it down, next time any of you eat, next time you eat something, pay attention to the texture right before you have it chewed enough to swallow. Just pay attention. Yeah, and and it's kind of wet too. That's because it's just soaked up all your spit like a sponge. Yeah, so right now I'm starting to be able to taste sweet things. So like iced coffee, I can taste. Chocolate milk, I can taste. I can taste. This has been a mind fuck. Because my, I can smell. It's almost like my sense of smell is heightened. So when I go somewhere, like in our Walmart here, there's a Subway in Walmart. I can smell that fresh baked bread. I can fucking mm-hmm. smell everything and I can't eat it. And when I, I get, ex- I still get excited. Like I like cooking. So I'll make something for like my kids and my parents or whatever. And I'll be like, oh, this fucking smell. I'm trying it. 
There's no way I can't. And every day it's the same thing. I take a bite and it's like, I can't. It's such a mind fuck. But I'm finally getting taste back. I'm happy about it because... Like chocolate milk, I can't taste the chocolate, but I can, oh. but I can taste sweetness. So I'm drinking a lot of it because there's cal- a lot of calories in it. That's that's kind of my story. I'm I'm a month out of radiation and I'm still dealing with the fucking radiation. My last radiation appointment, and I had six weeks of it, and I had to drive 45 minutes one way, so an hour and a half to two hour drive every fucking day for six weeks. Monday through Friday. I'm a month out. My last radiation appointment was July 13th. And I'm just starting to get my taste back now. And that week to week and a half after my last appointment was the worst week to week and a half of any of it. It's like it all built up and it was in my system. I had to use this shit called magic mouthwash six, seven times a day just to take care of the pain. Not even because I was eating. And there's there's lidocaine in it. And right now, apparently, lidocaine is like fucking gold. There's one pharmacy in town that could get it. Oh, yeah. I've been hearing about some things uh, in the drug field being in short, you know. Then on a, short, fr- short supply. on a Friday, I call my doctor. I'm like, I'm out of this shit. Can you call this in today so I have it for the weekend? Oh, yeah. I go to the pharmacy. Nothing's called in. Oh. Monday rolls around. Nothing's called in. I'm like, somebody, one of you fuckers are lying to me. My doctor tells me he called it in Friday. You're telling me you have nothing. Figure it out. I went the whole weekend without this shit. I can't handle it. Imagine somebody holding a fucking little mini torch to your tongue all weekend and you can do nothing about it. Nothing touches it. Like, I can't even drink these fucking booster and sure shakes right now. I'm not eating anything. Somebody, ugh. I I was feeling claustrophobic about not being able to get that fucking mouthwash. Oh, it's all over your fingers. Anyway, that's that's the rest of my story. I'll keep telling it as we podcast and go. This is this is dead men talking. That that's this is where this comes from. So yeah, sorry for rambling on there, but uh, I had to finish off my part of the story and there was kind of a lot to it basically life life sure can throw a curveball at you eh? yeah so the rest of our podcasts will there's going to be a lot more humor involved i mean we're obviously going to bring this up once in a while but we're just going to talk about everyday life and i'll fucking we'll even get into politics we just want to tell our stories on dead men talking and how we got here and just we should be dead yeah, and just fucking laugh every day. You don't know what's going to happen. I have a totally different outlook on shit right now. You know, I have never been on a roller coaster because I fucking hated them. Guess what's going to happen? Fucking roller coasters. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yeah, unfortunately, it'll be an emotional roller coaster, but uh, no. remember to be very specific in what you ask for. Right? It has been an emotional roller coaster. Man, mind fucks left and right from. Being able to smell to sense is heightened because I can't taste. I can't. Troy, let me fucking tell you. Not being able to taste food is worse. Food is one of my hobbies. It's worse than having cancer. And I know that that's why, but it's worse. (laughs) Like, It's fucking because I like to cook. I'll fucking find something on recipe on TikTok and be like, I'm doing that. And then I fucking the next day I go do it. Mm-hmm. I'm a foodie. Oh, that sucks ass, man. Basically, if you have a problem in your, if you have something in your mouth and it doesn't 
you know, it lasts longer than fucking two weeks, you should probably go to the doctor. Um, I would like to say <laughs> if you if you do have a booby or vagina if you're in your mouth for two more than two weeks, you probably also should go to the doctor. Agreed. 100%. Agreed. 99%. Yeah. <laughs> you need a fucking t-shirt that just has a big 99% on the front. Or I'm a one percenter. Yes, you are a fucking one percenter. <laughs> Hang on, I'm writing this down. That's <laughs> true. I'm a one percenter. Fucking widow maker. You ain't getting me, motherfucker. That's our stories. That's our stories, and we're sticking to them. And there will be updates. I really wish that I would have did this way back we were kind of you know fucking around podcasting when this started for me but there would have been a point where there was a a, two or three different times where even if i tried and it it could have been funny i couldn't talk three weeks after surgery i couldn't talk yeah and that uh, can put a little bit of a damper on a podcast yeah, I mean, I could have went Stephen Hawking and, like, fucking type shit. <laughs> Welcome to yeah. Man Talking. Everybody thinks you're just a smoker <laughs> that's got one of those one of those shavers up to your neck. <laughs> Thank you, I'm did gonna quit smoking long ago. Did you ever hear that fucking Dennis Leary skit? Yes. Oh, God. Uh, I did a Big Mac and a large fries. <laughs> uh, this is your captain speaking. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them, because we're going down. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man, life is messed up. And if we can help you look at things the way we see them without having to go through them, oh yeah, that's what we're going to do. Just put a smile on your face. Maybe maybe make you feel funny in between your legs like you used to when you climbed a rope in gym class. (laughs) Whatever works. Well, we appreciate you tuning in to this fucking shit show. Don't forget to leave us an email, a voicemail. Uh, tell us your story. Tell us a dad joke. Tell us anything. Ask us to cover a topic. Maybe tell us about something that's newsworthy that we didn't know about. Tell yeah. us anything. So we, we know things. And then you'll know things because we know things. We know <laughs> things. So you'll know things. I'm actually super curious about other kinds of cancer. I got to know a lot of people that have had, that I had no fucking idea. And these are people I've known for a long time. And they have had some kind of cancer. You have some kinds that are like treatable, some kinds that are absolutely rare and terminal, that there's nothing you could do. Yeah, that's just, it's weird. It's so important to talk about it because people hear things. Now, with your tongue, with my heart attack, my burning lungs, it wasn't the chest pain and the grabbing my thing, you know, so... Maybe someday somebody will hear this and go, wait a minute, my lungs are starting to burn. And I heard that uh, that could be a symptom of a blockage. And maybe someone will recognize something before it's too late. Yeah, that's why I brought up the whole, if you have something going on in your mouth and it's not getting better in two weeks. Yep, go look, get it looked at. I- I'm telling you, I am so amazed. As uh, So, my, again, I, I got really lucky. My surgeon, like I said, was the chief of surgery for his department. So he's seen it all. He's the one that teaches it. He's like, I, uh, after surgery, I'm not going to stitch up your tongue or nothing. I'm just going to cut that thing off and a little extra, and I'm going to leave it. <laughs> all I can hear uh, is my tongue surgeon. My tongue surgeon. Hey! hey! For the very first time. Yep. My tongue surgeon. <laughs> 
Oh, that's funny shit. that's funny you know what my new favorite band is what's that heart <laughs> <laughs> maybe hey what's your what's your sign cancer <laughs> not anymore <laughs> <laughs> my surgeon he was awesome he's he was serious as a heart attack and i uh i made a lot of jokes to him about you know if you cut part of my tongue off that's not going to be popular with the ladies <laughs> And then I told him, like, if you cut part of my tongue off and you take the cancer out, can you add it somewhere else? I got him laughing. A little bit, a little bit of tongue on the end of your penis. La, 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 la. One other Standing thing. Standing in the ice cream shop with a cone around your waist. <laughs> Here's the fucked up thing. So I do graphic design and I make T-shirts and all that. So the the lady that was wanted to do a benefit for me and was running the benefit, I went to try to design posters for the benefit and T-shirts. And I couldn't do it. I had her, I'm like, find somebody else. I can't do this. I've sat down three or four times and I cannot. And I have designed hundreds of t-shirts for benefits and cancer patients and organ transplants and posters for all the same shit. I could not do it. Your own is weird. I couldn't do it. I ended up coming up with a t-shirt design that, what's what's that band? Is it the, not the Rolling Stones, is it? Is it? With the with the fucking lips with the big tongue sticking yeah. out. Yeah, rolling stones. Yeah, that was part of the design. I'm like, well, this is lame, but it works. <laughs> Put a canker sore on the side of the tongue. <laughs> that was also a mind fuck. I'm like, I can't design these posters. I'm done. Do it with somebody else do it. Call my fucking competition. I don't care. I can't do it. That's enough of that. These are our stories and we're sticking to it. You're, we will return to your regularly scheduled fuckery. Yeah. If you on guys... the next episode of the DMD Pod. Dead Man Talking. If anybody has any questions, you can send them to the email. Uh, let's hear your stories. And just uh, be aware, if you don't go to the doctor often, you probably should because... I am not a Dr. Gore, and neither was Spam Chucker. We were sent there at the right time, and here we are, dead men talking. As for me, the captain, with the cancerous attitude, and the one percenter from Oregon, you've been listening to the DMT pod. We are out. (laughs) 